0: Hello and welcome to the British Endurance Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Land, and the aim of this podcast is to shed some light on the experiences of endurance athletes from across Britain and share opinions on British endurance sports such as athletics, cycling, and triathlon. I hope you enjoy the show and on with the episode. Okay. I'll copy this out and start a bit. Okay. Hi, welcome to the first episode of the British Endurance Athlete Podcast. Uh, I've got my first guest today on the debut podcast, Russell Bentley. Hi guys! Two-time Snowdonia Marathon yes, winner. That's correct. 220 marathon runner. Yeah. Uh, I've also got down here that you were fourth ranked in the UK for V35 marathon Am I? 2017. I didn't, I
1: didn't even
0: know that. Sixth ranked V35 for the 10K in 2017 2018, oh, God. and 2018. And eight Ranked to be 35 in the half marathon wow. in 2017. That
1: makes me feel old now, Tom. Interesting <laughs> things you find out on Paro 10. I didn't know that. Yeah, I try to avoid the, the the vet rankings, but I suppose it happens to everyone. So you were born in uh, born in London. Born in London. Yeah, London. You've trained in Kenya.
0: Yes, trained um, a lot in Kenya. You're now living in North Wales.
1: Now, now in North Wales. Yeah, that's
0: in, it. Sunny uh, Yeah. Of yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's it, beautiful Bliner.
0: So, I was just gonna ask to start with uh, how's training going and what are the goals at the moment?
1: Oh, wow, thanks for asking. Tom, training's going really well, just down the track tonight, and um, that's how we met actually, doing track sessions down here in Treborf. So, being blessed actually with tonight's weather because it's been 60 mile per hour winds in Bliner for about two months now. Cooled off a bit today. Yeah, cooled off just in time for track, so it's happy. Happy with uh session, yeah. It was, was alright. I've got um, London Marathon coming up. If, okay. If it, if it goes get, ahead. Yeah, it doesn't get cancelled. So you got Carole that. Coronavirus pending. I know. That's it. So got everyone's got that over their heads right now. But you're yeah. just trying to just pretend in your head everything's fine. <laughs> is there anything between
0: there? Like,
1: so i got bath half on Sunday. Sunday, okay. Yeah. So, What's the target? Um, well, my PB is 67.30. Yeah. Uh, so... I'd be hoping to do better than that. I don't have been working really hard. I've got a um Airbnb in Bliner. Yeah. So I've been trying to get that off the ground. Okay. And uh, Low be, grafted. Yeah, working for myself. So, you know, I'll be I'll be going home and doing a bit of work after this. after um, this? Yeah. Tonight. Yeah. Just if it doesn't if I don't do it, it doesn't get done, you know, that's, that's the true. problem with being your own boss. So not been responding to training as well as I hoped and also like the weather's been yeah. annoying me. So I'm not I'm not really sure how I'm gonna get on it Sunday And it's supposed to be windy again, so we're just gonna have to see. Have
0: you raced it before?
1: I never raced Bath, I normally do Reading. Reading, okay. No, it's just the most boring course <laughs> on the planet. It's just like 20 laps around Reading University car parks. <laughs> so yeah, it doesn't sound the most. No, interesting. Bath is supposed to be nice, and yeah. I got I got um, a, a few family and friends there, so okay. yeah, it should be good. Good field normally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was won by um, I think it was won by Chris Thompson last oh, year. For yeah, so it's going to be, be a good. Legend. Yeah, yeah. He's um. He's just around sixty one, didn't he? Yeah, uh, the big half second. Oh, um, off. yeah, to yeah. Bakili. Yeah, so hopefully, Crazy. yeah, it'll be it'll be loaded, and that's what you need, isn't it? Yeah, to run quick time. Yeah.
0: So I was just uh, interested in just a bit about your background and how you yeah. started off. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, just um, you know, pretty quick in school. One of those guys. You probably yeah. were pretty quick in school, and uh, just yeah, love running from really early on. I was actually not getting bullied, but there was a kid in primary school that I didn't like it's called Luke so if you're out there Luke I'm coming for you yeah I mean sure he is isn't everyone listening Um, to the podcast (laughs) you're a bit of a legend around here so I'd be surprised well he um I just wanted to get him and so I wanted to beat him in sports day (laughs) I don't know if he was not get him as in fire no yeah I couldn't he was bigger than me Ah. yeah so I was always small uh, but fast yeah pretty fast and I don't know why I just got into my head to beat him in sports day and so, my mum, it was like the most unscientific thing ever. She just took me to the park around the back of our house. Yeah. And I just did a lap after school every day. And that was it. Just did a lap. How far was the lap? <laughs> so, it was like 400 meters. Okay. So it was quite far. First speed you're to like, work. Yeah. You're nine years old and 10 yeah. years old. That's quite far. And I would just get it quicker every single time. And then, so I went to sports day and I beat him. And so I felt great. Well done. So Big victory. Yeah, that was probably the biggest victory of my year of my life. It was all downhill since there. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> teenage years. What was running? Yeah, like so I got into eight hundreds. Okay. I really started to like eight hundred, and um, I hooked up pretty early with a guy called Frank Corwell who's yeah, a legend. Heard
0: of him? Yeah. Serpentine.
1: Uh, yeah, he worked with those guys. He yeah. invented British Miners Club. So okay. So he's president. Um, really, really interesting character. Brilliant coach. Genius. But, worked you hard, like, unbelievably hard. I've never trained that hard. And it was this kind of a make or break mentality. Yeah. And I just broke, like, so hard. So, ruptured my Achilles and um, just spent, like, late teens, early 20s injured. Uh, So, never really made the most of my potential at 800, like, I felt. So, yeah, um... Went to Kenya Did a lot of work out there Building our okay. squads How um, old were you When you went out um, I went out First time I was 20 20 Oh no 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 I was 19 I think 19 Yeah 19. I was 19 When I first yeah. went I went um, I In a gap year Oh Frank Orwell cool. actually Set me up with Brother Colin O'Connor Who yeah. runs um, The St. Patrick's Camp uh, David Radice's coach Yeah So they knew each other Because um, Brother Colin Set up Irish Miners Club So they yeah, found out eight, the yeah, you know big coaches, they kind of hear about each other, um, and then so I just went to stay there, and that pretty much transformed my life in fact i couldn 't even stick with uni after'd been to Kenya for three months. I went the first time. I was so in love with the place I just couldn 't wait to get back out there yeah um, the training actually didn 't work out that well for me, yeah, I was still having these Achilles issues, and they were running they run three times a day like every day, <laughs> so if you 've got oh, a little niggle that gets found out yeah. quick. And they're even worse than Frank Horwill in terms of just pushing, just throw everyone at it, and yeah. then the people that make it out of the meat grinder, you know, like they're the best in the world.
0: Well, they take on injuries. Was it just rest, or were they yeah? They got through? they.
1: When I was there, two thousand and one, like there were no physios, there was no setup, yeah. no scientists, there were hardly any um, wazungu, um, white guys. So there was just like injured or not injured, yeah. and if you were like carrying a niggle, you just do real easy slow jogs and that was all they had like they didn't know anything else Um, and you know that will work up to a point but when you're pushing as hard as those guys are yeah a lot of them three times a day as well yeah it's tough and like Brother Colum's camp the 13 year old girls training three times a day you know like they worked hard yeah it's a real crying shame for me now to see all the EPO problems they're having because that wasn't there when I was there in 2001 you know I was living and breathing and sleeping with these guys
0: you didn't notice anything
1: it just wasn't there that, uh, at that time, you know, it really wasn't like There was not as much money as there is now, yeah. you know, so uh, and we were in a camp like full-time You know with yeah. brother column you gotta remember as well None of his athletes have ever been caught free po and he has a zero tolerance So if anyone ever gets done for drugs, they're not allowed on just the compound. Out. nowhere near like not yeah. allowed anywhere near uh, so but those guys worked so hard, but now the whole thing's tarnished, you know, with the rep that they're getting because some people are taking it. Yeah, but yeah, I learned those guys train hard. Yeah, <laughs> and I had a decision to make. I, I was getting with my girlfriend. We wanted to have kids. We wanted to have family. Yeah. Uh, was I going to do that out in Kenya, or was I going to come here and you know have a bit of a more comfortable life with education and healthcare? And that's what I went for in the end, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I met the Kiwis. Selfless decision. Well, that's it. I mean, I wouldn't have wanted them to to be brought up there. I saw a lot of kids die out in Kenya, you know, just because bad healthcare. Jake and Zane Robertson. Yeah. I knew those guys pretty well. They did make the move, stayed out there, and they're running incredibly well, you know. And they weren't incredibly talented when I first met them. I would have said I was, you know, about similar to them. Training Same they was out
0: quite young, didn't they?
1: Yeah, they went out 16, and I was there when they came out, and they were trying out with Brother Column's squad, but they were just such tearaways, they were such little shits. Really? Yeah, they were awful, oh, man. Yeah, they got in a lot of trouble with the police. A lot of stuff went wrong for those guys, so um, they were just too young for that system, um, and obviously Shaheen took them on and um but they just stayed out there you know and i gotta give them every credit now because yeah. they're running great and they managed to figure it out and work it out and um they're reaping the rewards now so yeah all power to them
0: do you think that as well maybe a westerner or someone from a place like new zealand it has a big difference if you move out to kenya because i know julian yeah. wanders yeah julian
1: is wanders it? yeah and there's a guy um so isn't it um uh, is so He's just right he ran what did he run two oh five yeah he was training under canova. Um, yeah I think a lot more than the um, genetics it's the lifestyle, the yeah. culture and that like all in mentality. There's about I don't know, two or three thousand Kenyans right now training full time, you know, and how yeah. many British guys are doing that, you know, a hundred? Yeah. Maybe, you know? So that's it really, like it's that talent pool. And that work ethic that just brings you to the top. And when Europeans are prepared to put that amount of effort in, they do really worlds, well. Yeah, yeah, they're doing really well. Yeah.
0: So you think it's more the training than just the lifestyle, Yeah, I would with the altitude, say or
1: it's just that full absorption in the lifestyle? Yes, altitude is massive. Yeah. But you don't have to go to Kenya to get that. You know. No, it's okay. Exactly. Um, yeah. You get people go to Flagstaff. Flagstaff is so. looking is looking like a place to go right now. Unfortunately, because Kenya's just getting such a bad rep. You know, yeah. I got a lot of close close friends in Kenya. And I'm, you know, I'm worried about it. I went mm, two, two, three years ago, and and I really want to go back because I got a lot of close friends there. You know, but I'm like, yeah. oh man, now the connotations, it sucks.
0: But I guess if you're British, you go out there and you come back and you have a good performance, people are going to be doubting oh, you. So
1: hard, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. But yeah, the um the things that I learn about how much you can push and how much of it is down to hard work. Yeah, I've taken a lot of that and uh, try and imply that, you know, to my athletes back here.
0: Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned that you're, you work for yourself
1: at the moment. Yes. You got family. Yes. Two kids. Two kids. Good job, yeah. man. Well done. <laughs> like it. A no, big fan of the vlog. Oh, cheers, man. Keeps oh, me updated on everything. Yeah, but, um,
0: yeah. What's it like? Just trying to balance everything.
1: Um. Yeah. You know. I. try not to complain. But I'll complain anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you're tired a lot. You know. Yeah. And running hundred mile weeks and. and trying to get down track tuesday every week you know, and know you've got shit going on with your kids and your wife and sometimes i just walk out of the house and i know i really should be sticking around and helping doing the father duty and i'm probably you know i'm thinking i'm gonna retire uh when i'm 40 and then i can focus more on coaching okay i'm really looking forward to doing that yeah but uh i've got some unfinished business like you said i'm a 220 marathoner yeah not a 219 marathoner, so that hurts, so I'm going to try and, you know, redress that before I retire, and then, if I get there, I'll be, I'll be happy, I retire happy, and I can yeah. focus more on, on the kids, and then the family, and, and, um, putting things away for them, yeah, but yeah, right now, it's, you know, old style, it's hard, you're yeah. getting up early, you're going to bed tired, Great, and there a lot of people doing it in the country, you know, and so try and listen out to their podcast and their and their Twitter and everything, you know, just so it keeps me going yeah. as well. You know yeah. it's not just you. Exactly. It helps a lot, yeah. It helps it helps to, to know there's other people out there suffering. <laughs>
0: so you mentioned the two nineteen marathon. Um yeah. I'm sure I've read that you know you said about your injury me and your injury problems. So yeah. you'd like to go back and give give another crack. Yeah,
1: so London's coming up. If uh if it doesn't get sacked off with coronavirus, uh give that a good crack. Um And then, yeah, maybe Berlin. That's normally the one I go for after, you know, the autumn one. That's a really quick marathon. Where you got your PB? Yeah. And, um, pretty atmosphere there. So, yeah. If I can can get all my ducks in line, that'd be the one. What was, um... What was the pb race like berlin <laughs> i know where you go with this. Oh, i can't ask you about it. <laughs> so yeah there's a lot of reasons why i feel like i could have run a bit quicker than 220 20 seconds go for him? so uh shat myself like mile 15 yeah big mess it was it was not pretty and it was raining so it kind of all spread out everywhere <laughs> and that was the first time was there anyone running that. with you yeah, I was in a big group of guys. Yeah, but I bet they loved you. no, it, was, it smelled awful. Oh, and this is, and I've done that twice now in Berlin. Twice? So, yeah, cause I did that. 2016. It was just the German food. Oh man, I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna blame it on that. But I think I think it was me, <laughs> just like overthinking it. You know, yeah. carb loading too much, changing things too much. And the next time I went out, I was in better shape. Um, I was in really good shape, definitely shaping my life. First ten miles, just I couldn't express how easy it felt, and I was on for I was on for two eighteen kind of pace, and really shat myself a lot. Two thousand seventeen, the following year. So yeah, got a bit of a habit of doing that in Berlin. Uh, it's only in Berlin. It's only those two times. So keep, keep it over there, just yeah, for the local exactly. fun races. I don't I know, think. I know. want any of that. I know it's not pretty, and. Um, Oh god, yeah. I ran past this family and they were like, "Yeah, go on, go on, Oh god, oh wow, oh that smells bad. And then you know, trying to yeah. like put their hands over their kids' noses. And <laughs> I tried to like wipe it down at a oh, water station, no. and the Germans were like,
0: Ugh. "The incident that makes me laugh from mm. that race is the uh, was it with the deep heat?"
1: Yes, what went on Yeah, Kevin Quinn, friend of mine. He was rubbing something into his. Uh, groin yeah but I didn't know he had a groin injury so I thought it was Vaseline yeah. for the chafing you know and he <laughs> so I put the DP heat on there warming up and I'm like oh okay something feels really weird oh something's really painful and then I thought I was having a heart attack and I was like oh my god I don't know what I'm going to do I'm going to you know I'm going to explode here that's so painful realised it was DP. heat in my balls, <laughs> so yeah, I'm pretty certain if you no. can get an
0: incident free race in Berlin, yeah, I know you've got that 219 uh, waiting in for the that bug. to
1: happen though, Tom. I don't know if it can happen in the marathon, the fingers crossed, there's you. always an incident, but yeah, I was getting everything together, getting all my ducks in line. Um, I'm working pretty hard to get this Airbnb off the ground, but the next yeah. few weeks the clients are coming in, so we have to calm you're down. taking bookings now. Yeah, I've got t- nearly 30 bookings in. So first well class done. coming in two weeks, yeah, I know. If in, anyone's uh, listening and they yeah, want a place to stay in the Check beautiful blinding of Stino. Beautiful blinding, come to Zit Worlds and uh, yeah, it's on Airbnb. <laughs> Do some lovely runs. That's in the it. Yeah, I'll show you the courses. Yeah, guided tours. What well, Tom, you're doing all the work for me, yeah. <laughs> Get a package going. <laughs> yeah. I can sponsor your podcast. <laughs> yeah, we can go in conjunction.
0: So um away from the roads. You've yeah. a fair bit on the fells. Yeah,
1: love the fells. And that's yeah. really why we moved out to Snowdonia. And, um, yeah, I think, for me, that's probably where my future lies. Yeah. I uh, enjoy it so much. And, you know, the travelling with the roads, just not really conducive when you've got a young family. No, I can imagine. Also, uh, I don't know if you read on my blog, but, you know, I'm not entirely happy with the whole Vaporfly situation. Oh, yeah. I right. yeah, yeah, so... No, I agree. Oh, well, that's great to hear. I mean... If I was your age, I think yeah. I'd I'd be in a much more difficult situation, you know, yeah. because you want to be competitive, you want to play, you don't some want to race, that's the thing. You want to be on an even on an even playing field. So you might not be in my position, but I'm in the position where I'm old enough and ugly enough just to say, you know what, I don't need to deal Forget with about it. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm I'm in it to beat me. Yeah. Every time I race, I need to know, I need to know it's me. Like I literally will get out a measuring wheel and like measure. <laughs> a track if I feel like I've cheated or yeah. it's not quite the right distance and stuff like I need to know uh, like I've I've calibrated my running machine so many times just because I'm like I need to know for me and if I run a PB in the marathon I couldn't I couldn't go to sleep at night if I was if I had an inkling of doubt so if was a short shoes, course, yeah. oh. if it was a short course anything like that you know so um
0: well, at the moment, you're safe on the fells until innovate. That's Bring the out, thing, her right? Uh, innovate four percent. or... I, know.
1: I don't. I don't know if they can do that. Like I was talking <laughs> about that with Owen Roberts. So, like, is that possible? You know, with the carbon fibre plate and the PBX, yeah. Would that work on the mountain? I don't think it would. Snowden
0: so. race, maybe. Maybe the last you section. Reckon,
1: yeah, but you see, you change your trajectory. Yeah. I don't know if it would help you. So that's great. Yeah. So fingers crossed. Nothing yeah, changes. I get my PB team. in the marathon. And then retire from the roads and just stick to the fells. And then, you know, everyone's on a level playing field. Yeah. And, um, you know, you get this argument like, oh, well, should we all run around barefoot? Fine. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. Let's go barefoot. I don't mind, you know? I don't care. I'd... There's nothing I love better than running on the beach barefoot, you know? Yeah. And,
0: and I... step on a piece of glass.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or, like, a needle or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plastic bottles nowadays. Oh. But, yeah. Um, so... I'm looking at the fells for the future, yeah, and trails and stuff like that, yeah, and always, like, with a fell race, when you finish, you feel epic anyway, yep. it's an adventure, I definitely don't get that, and, you know, wreck some 20 mile, you know? <laughs> doesn't feel the same, yeah, so...
0: So I don't know about other disciplines, but you have represented Wales on the fells. Yeah, Is that right? in the
1: in the fell and trail. Trail yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I got an invite to a road once, but I couldn't do it. Um, right. So yeah, it's been a terrific opportunity.
0: What's it um, like representing Wales? Yeah, have you not? You represent Wales? Have, yeah.
1: yeah, I love it, man. I mean, obviously I'm from England, born and bred in London, and yeah. um, but my kids are born here. My kids speak Welsh. My wife good. speaks Welsh. Yeah. How much Welsh are you speaking? None. Um, I've uh, been looking uh, at... Okay. Favourite uh,
0: sentence, go on.
1: Oh, God. Um, okay, how oh, about... Kava... No. Kava... Kava or tea? No, that's not it. How do you say... It? <laughs> oh, my God. What can I say? Oh, Dwayne... Dwayne Hoffie Boyd?
0: <laughs> you like food? Yeah. I Anyone thought you'd go for food? Dwayne Hoffie Rettig on... Um... Oh.
1: We have red egg, yeah, red egg. and Russell Redder <laughs> Is that Russell Runner?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the that's what, uh, people that's call the me handle, that. Right?
1: Yeah, people will shout that out of me in Bliner so so I think that is a good thing. They're probably shouting out something completely <laughs> different. It's not a good thing, but yeah, my kids speak Welsh. Mine's terrible. I really need to get on it. I've been trying whether learn something, say something in Welsh. Yeah, um, but yeah, what I wanted to say was um, moving to Wales has been great for us, you know, and mm. the opportunities to run for Wales. You know, I take them really seriously yeah. uh, whenever I'm running Snowden Race uh, for Wales. I really want to beat the English guys. You know, and um, We've gone to... Um, I've gone abroad with um, Team Cymru. We and went to the relays, didn't yeah, you? The yeah, the ones in uh, Italy. Uh, that's where I ma- mashed up my knee. But the the Welsh guys are the the best fun guys. You think? Scottish guys, you know, a bit more serious. Yeah, well, they've English got the accents. Guys, Yeah, well, they take themselves very seriously. The Irish guys are just... Headbangers, <laughs> definitely the most fun, but you know, not the most, like let's sensible. say, yeah, sensible. And the um English is a bit arrogant, aren't they? Really, you know. <laughs> so I'm always really proud to be wearing the uh, the Welsh fest wearing the red. Yeah, well, that's nice to hear. Yeah. Right.
0: Okay, so next question. Any training advice? I know you run this track group on a Tuesday. Treadboard, 6 o'clock, if anyone fancies it. That's it, it. come along. But, yeah, training advice. Just You've got a lot of experience. Oh, man,
1: yeah. Well, I would say the main thing is, like, it's not about rock star sessions. And people really, really lose sight of that here in in this country. In Britain, you know, we're such a Western culture where uh, everyone's in a rush. Yeah. Want to get the most out of every session. Bang for the buck. Mo Farah has put out all this bullshit, go hard or go home, and it's all bollocks, and you know, I know the reason you're doing this podcast, you've got a lot of spare time, because you're suffering from your own injury problems right now, Yeah. and I know that's not directly related, but it's not about rock star sessions, it's about consistent months, you know, it's months on months, stacking months together of 80%, 90% training sessions added up, and that's where you get excellence. And um, I learned that really late in my career and I wish I had someone at your age telling me that shit, you know Because I didn't get that advice and uh, I got a whole lot of injury problems And I thought the way through it was more rock star sessions, you know, so Nobody gives a damn if you run Uh, Let's say I was running, I could run a 50 second 400 meter in training, you know (laughs) It didn't get me anywhere, it got me injured And now you know i will be lucky to break a minute, but I'm a happier runner, I'm very rarely injured, and just you know take Eliad Kipchoge's advice if you're not going to take mine you know train eighty nine percent leave those rock star performances to the race, and they will come they'll be there when you need them you know they just um that would be my number one piece of advice, yeah, I guess you're not getting slated for teams from your training sessions I all out to race day Mate, you, yeah, you don't win medals at training, and everyone says this stuff as well. But you know you need the whole group to invest in it yep. because you get one dickhead who starts racing, it gets very hard for the whole group not to you know bristle. You yep. know, And then everyone gets aggro, everyone gets a bit touchy and then before you know it you've lost control and everyone's hammering out that last you know, rockstar rep. I think
0: I've definitely been that dickhead before but <laughs> coming, coming along <laughs> to your sessions yeah, everyone's
1: running yeah, single file and yeah, just something about that. I mean and that's something that um, brother Colum puts in place really well like yeah. you know what paces you're going for you're running single file you do not get onto the shoulder of the guy in front of you yeah. you just stick in formation you execute your times you go home you eat lunch you know and you sleep the rest of the day And you come back and the times might be a bit quicker that you need you know and it's, it's all done methodically yeah. that's how he got Radicia up to you know 140 it didn't happen overnight like when I first started training with Radicia I was quicker than that guy you know <laughs> And he just got a second quicker every year. You yeah. know, went one forty-seven, one forty-six, one forty-five, one forty-four, all the way down to one forty. You know, it was really methodical, and that was Brother Colum's training. You know, and I, I picked a lot of stuff up from coaches that you can't teach and you can't um, write down in books. You know, but it's it's really just feels moping. like it all comes back down to discipline. Yeah, and it's just... discipline, and it's disciplining a whole squad whole team you know teamwork yeah. makes the dream work so all that bollocks <laughs> it's all true yeah and it just takes one guy to uh to throw it all out the window you know and brother colin would be ruthless like there was a guy yusuf uh he didn't like him in the squad you know just didn't really uh work well and another guy mangata they didn't get that philosophy and they ended up out on their ear you yeah. know in fact god there was, a, there was a few guys uh colin would just chuck them out they didn't get with that because he understood how detrimental that was for the whole group you know even if they could else. yeah so that would be the number one thing just never never feel like going with your ego <laughs> just <laughs> don't listen to your body on those occasions just use your head yeah so uh, you mentioned before after you retire yeah. thinking about coaching yeah you've got this group down here yeah
0: what's the path's going to look like with that
1: yeah so really really proud of this little group um, you know I accept anybody anyone's welcome to come down and train just because I love people you know I love being around people I've trained down on this track with the tumbleweed you know yeah. and the crickets and it's horrible and I just can't do it you know it just makes me feel miserable so just building a group of people that, that enjoy running and, uh, and they're all digging the philosophy and um, yeah I've got a few guys that, that are working with me um Tom Roberts um did Marathon orary, and we worked together, and he came forth in his first marathon. I was really happy doing that with him. Eros Evans is coming up really well he's been running some p b s in his five k yeah. so yeah, help out um Owen Roberts as well. he's been smashing p b s last year, and you know if people come to me and they're serious and I see that they're turning up enough and they're and they're committed then um you know I, I'd love to help those guys out if I've got the knowledge, I feel like I can contribute yeah so Hopefully, yeah, hopefully that's where my future lies. Sounds pretty good. Are you yeah. thinking
0: more coaching business or advising people?
1: Um, you know, I'm a big believer in face-to-face. Yes. So the online thing, you know, I've been getting a few requests. I've been doing a bit of it, but I mean, to be honest, I don't want to shoot myself in the foot here, but a lot of my coaches did it for free. Yeah, and and I want to pay that forward, you know. So it, when I can do it for free, I will, you know. If there's a situation where, um, if I need to charge so that I can facilitate, you know, that I can get here and stuff, yeah. maybe I'll have to arrange that as it comes. But, you know, right now I'm happy to do everything, you know, just for the the rates of the facilities, you know. Yeah. And um, a lot of my coaches help me out in in similar ways, you know. So I want to pay that forward as much as I can yeah so i don't know that's a long time in the future you know for me but right now i'm very happy doing this on an amateur level
0: no it's great i'd recommend anyone north wales yeah worth the drive coming job. along that's it it's really you good you can all get
1: shin splints, like <laughs> <fun. Yeah. laughs> don't say that don't, don't
0: spoil it but um yeah no it's a really good very group kind. and good. happy to be part of it nice when i'm that. running
1: yeah exactly we'll have you back in no time
0: fingers crossed yeah. Aqua jogging for now with I'm the old ladies, sorry.
1: but I'm sorry, I, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. <laughs> yeah, stick, Logan Luke. But, well, yeah, maybe <laughs> Luke. Yeah, I get what was Luke Dolan. Yeah, let's get Luke Dolan bloody. Aqua jogging, yeah. Sports reliefs coming up. We could get that. <laughs> yeah, get him aqua jogging. Yeah, no, That's I don't good. even know if I'd wish, wish that on him. Yeah, so good luck with that, man. <laughs> you're doing you're a better man than I am. <laughs> yeah
0: so at the moment you're supported by OnCloud
1: no just being dropped by On yeah sorry yeah that's okay that's alright all right. um yeah we tried to work it out it didn't work out they're, they're moving um to London they're doing an On crew thing okay. and um basically yeah we couldn't work it out this year so there was a bit of to and froing and I just decided I couldn't really work it out with them I couldn't give them exclusivity and they couldn't give me enough shoes to, to make it worth my while yeah. um I really like the shoes, really like the gear, so no hard feelings. It was great, you know. To be honest, it was a great two years. Those kit drops just felt like Christmas, yeah. you know, every month, so yeah, I would um, yeah, I would recommend the brand to anyone. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm a fan of the Essex Piranha, that's my favorite all-time shoe, that's my PB shoe. If I can get a pair of those for London Marathon, that's probably going to be my shoe, yeah. but I'm still training in the on clouds every day, week in, week out. Obviously not sponsored, so I can say as an unsponsored athlete, still never going to wear Nike. <laughs> still <laughs> no never going to wear Nike pegs? Uh, no, I don't do Nike. Nike sponsored doping athletes, and uh, I'm just not into it. Yeah, so I'll be um, I'll be in my ons until they're all worn out, and then I'll be in the um, bargain bucket in Sports <laughs> Direct <laughs> and looking for some deals. And
0: <laughs> so there's Noble Pro. Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm still a Noble Pro. We've got a great great treadmill sorted me out great i don't know how anyone is training in blinder right now without a treadmill yeah it's rough so how many people do you get training in blinder yeah i me. Mean, i'm like the third fastest runner in blinder i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> top three for sure yeah not many not many um, not the best place for road running really. no no every run unless you like hill reps it's hilly everywhere yeah. yeah it's beautiful but it's brutal right now yeah so it's okay yeah so the treadmill you guys yeah they've been helping me out loads noble yeah. pro they've been brilliant to me yeah, and i really appreciate it because getting those marathon miles done has been amazing yeah so a little plug check out noble pro great treadmills good price
0: and is there uh, <laughs> anyone else supporting you at the moment uh no i
1: think that's it yeah yeah i think i think we're good uh, um yeah 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 i got i got a deal looking at a deal with um a sports drink and then you know I was all going ahead and then I actually drunk the drink <laughs> couldn't drink it tasted like metal it was gross I'm not going to name them but I was like oh wow I can't drink this shit so oh. that fell flat before it started yeah these things happen yeah so never mind uh, yeah so it's just a treadmill for now <laughs> so I'm
0: sure most of the people who are listening are aware you've got the blog yeah. Pretty well okay. known blog. Thank you. Russellrunner.
1: Yeah. Russellrunner Yeah. I haven't been on it. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, I try hard. I don't know, I think the podcast is the way forward, so you'll be overtaking me in no time. I'm but, not sure yeah. about that. <laughs> Can you just sure give me a
0: bit about. of an um I'm sure quite a few people have read it. It's a it's a long read, but worth it. Yeah, article. Oh,
1: okay, yeah. Can you just
0: give me a bit of insight on what was like writing that and just yeah, the there research? was a lot
1: of research went behind it. Months of research. Um, just after Salazar you know, he got yeah. busted for four years, and I was just waiting for someone to join all the dots. Okay, the coach has been busted, but nobody's really looking hard at the um star athlete. So I thought I would take a real deep look at that and and I've tried to be objective but you know at the same time I'm human a lot of the stuff it smacks you in the face really you know you're like wow this stuff is dodgy and Mofar I met him a few times you know a handful of times and um, I would say a a complex individual you know not the sharpest tool in the box obviously incredibly talented but you know I saw him get beaten as a junior. You know, he wasn't like, he wasn't like on this trajectory yeah. that was inevitably going to lead to the, the incredible success, success he's had. had. So there was a massive covin- coincidence when 2011 he went to Nike Oregon Project, and had uh, you know big breakthrough in terms of medals and the global stage. Uh, a lot need need looking at you know so I put it all together in one blog and um, yeah a lot of people have been asking me uh, the new panorama came out yep. yeah and I uh, there's a lot of you know new material that I would like to look at but I'm too busy so that's, that's mainly centered
0: the around the um the girl the, yeah yeah. The yeah. Injection yeah
1: and you know just for a scoop uh, on your podcast 13.5 mil is the volume of injection that dr. Chakravarti said that he injected with mofara. I asked the world leader um, Dr. Greenhalf, world leader in um, L-carnitine um, Effects on performance and sport if 13.5 mil in terms of overall volume could improve you improve your performance and he said absolutely Categorically no way could 13.5 mil. So the whole thing the guy forgot to write down the dosage. Yep. said he was too busy and then we find out later that they'd sent someone over to Switzerland to get this dose no. and then they come back it's a two hour process so he could have been writing notes in that two hour time frame for injections Mofar is already Olympic world champion at this point somehow forgets to note down the uh, the volume of the injection I've spoken to about a dozen uh, medical professionals and doctors and they all said there's just no way they'd ever forget yeah. to write down the dose and then I find out from the world leading expert the 13.5 mil volume is just absolutely no help whatsoever in terms of performance and the whole thing just stings I don't have time to go into it no. um, but that'll be my next blog if I do, if I do get through um, London Marathon alive you know if we're not all dead with coronavirus by that point <laughs>
0: I think a lot of it is just fish. I mean UK Athletics can't afford to fund nothing like Alex Bell. Yeah. But they're willing to pay for a flyover to Switzerland to get an injection. And it it wasn't even
1: for a global medal. It's for London Marathon, which is a private race. It's a private enterprise. There's no GB vest there. But he finished eighth then. He finished eighth, 2008. Yeah. And it was just a kind of like a pastime for him, you know. Yeah, it was just for him to make his own prize money, yeah. He wasn't even an out-and-out marathon runner at that point. The whole thing stinks, yeah. There's a lot of questions need asking, yeah. And I, I was a bit disappointed with the BBC documentary of Mark Daly that he didn't ask. I would have gone straight to that um, pharmacist in Switzerland start started yeah. knocking down their door. Had a word. Yeah. Dr. Chakaverti, Dr. greenhalf all these guys. And he didn't. You know, he didn't ask those questions, so... I, I wish I was an investigative journalist sometimes, <laughs> yeah. Well if
0: I get these doctors knocking on my door now, yeah. I'll send them right over to yeah, you. Yeah, you yeah. well, hopefully this
1: podcast can... will blow open the barn door and this'll be the big expose and you'll Fingers go viral. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right, just um finish up now. Yeah. I was wondering if we could have a
1: have a quick fire question round. Oh we're doing quick fire questions. A couple okay. Of, okay. Uh, I'm interested. Maybe off the top. Oh wow, so I'm the first one doing the um <laughs> Tom Quick fire questions. Yeah. Okay, come on then. Welcome.
0: Okay, first question. You
1: said before you're a fan of Little Mix. Yes. But favourite song ever? Well, you're not going to know Someone it. Someone I've heard of. Oh, not Little Mix. You mean favourite song ever? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that's easy. Uh, I'll go with. Um, I have to go with Jackie Wilson Higher and Higher. I uh, heard that one. Not heard it. Okay, your love keeps lifting me higher. Have you not heard haven't it? Haven't heard it, but carry on. Shit, Okay, next one. Uh, have you heard Blur song too? Woo hoo! No. Okay. Have you heard? Eighteen. How about? Um... Okay, I know. Have you heard Temptations? My girl. No. I got sunshine on a cloudy day. I feel like we're just well, gonna carry on going well, with songs like that. Okay. Stand by me, Benny King. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah you heard okay, yeah. great. Phew. Okay. Let's go with that one. Next question. Favourite film. Uh, favourite film, Quickfire. Let's go God City of God. Heard of that one? Nope. But okay. I, I'll take it. Ha, okay. Great. Okay. Right. Favourite
0: running book and then favourite non running book?
1: Brilliant question. Okay, uh, favourite running book is really easy, Slaying the Dragon, Michael Johnson. If you don't if you've never read it, try and get it on Amazon. Can't get it? I'll lend it to you. Okay. Brilliant book. Michael Johnson. Utmost respect for that guy. Best pundit. Just kick Colin Jackson off that chair and take over. Uh, no not born to, bro- no born to run. Fun. Sorry. Not born to run. Fun. I like it. Yeah. I mean, it's no, a bit it's... romantic. There's a lot of stuff that's dubious in it. I don't actually rate Scott Jurek as an athlete. I think he's overrated. So yeah. And also. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. You know, the Taramarans were they good? Yeah, they're good. They're not as good as the Kalijins. A lot of stuff that isn't. Yeah, the stuff with Lieberman about the persistent hunting. Yeah, that's brilliant. But yeah, more on that and less on the silly expedition to Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it's a good book. Uh, but non-running um, uh, related book My favorite ever is War and Peace. War Bit and peace. heavy, yeah. Okay. But there's a general Kutuzov, a philo- philosophy. It's, it's all about, like I say, with coaching, just take your time, let the waves land upon the shore, and that's how he defeated Napoleon and just defeated the um, Grand Army and kicked them out of um, Russia. Is that and Tolstoy? Well done. Yeah. Good job, man. I tried to you don't to know read Temptations, but you know Tolstoy War and Peace, well, persists. It gets better. Okay. It's slow. Take your word for yeah, it. Yeah, I've read it uh, three times now or something. Yeah, <laughs> It's that good, yeah. And every time I read it, it gets better. But yeah, favourite book. If not that one, bit of a short one, Catch-22, Joseph Heller. And there was a brilliant um, TV series of it. Which I really liked with um, George Clooney in it. Recommend that too. Okay. Yeah.
0: And uh, this is going to be a bit of a different one. Okay. Curveball. What is your best joke? Best
1: joke. Okay. I've got...
0: fire question.
1: Alright. Oh, God. Okay, I've got one. Okay. Alright. Here we go. There's uh... (laughs) a... Oh god this is so bad Appropriate no, Oh fuck man Who knows an appropriate joke Okay Alright No that one's too
0: long I'll, I'll blow you out I'll beat you out if it's a I got Bible. Okay Alright
1: then uh, How about So this came from Brother Colin O'Connor. Okay <laughs> And he's Irish And my mum's Irish So Are you doing the accent I'll do the accent so there's an uh, Englishman and Irishman driving in a, in a... No, there's a German man. Let's go. A German man and Irishman driving in a the car. They're in the BMW. And the Irishman says, Oh, for sure, why have you got that um, star in the front of your car? <laughs> and the German man says, It's a bullseye, and it's so I can aim at people and run them over. All right? Okay. And he's saying, You see, for instance, this cyclist, I'll line him up in my star... You know, it's the Mercedes-style, yeah. right? And then I'm going to hit him. And the Irishman is like, oh, for sure, for sure, okay. So the German lines him up, the cyclist, and then swerves out of the way at the last minute, because it's a joke. Yeah. And then he hears a big bang. And he says, what was that bang? And the Irishman says, well, you made a hash of it, but I got him with a door. <laughs> I don't know. Is that crap? Uh.
0: I like the accent, maybe not the joke so much, but Terrible. it was a good attempt. i got
1: a million inappropriate jokes, Tom, come on. Who knows an appropriate funny joke? You've got
0: kids. Save <laughs> yeah. it, save it.
1: Okay. Okay, right.
0: favourite pre-race meal? Spaghetti bolognese. Spaghetti bolognese. Yeah.
1: Okay. Easy um, on the cheese, though. <laughs> yeah.
0: I know you've said about no big sessions, hero sessions, but yeah. hardest session you've ever done?
1: Fuck, I mean, Frank Hall will, any day, hardest sessions, like... I'd go to bed for two days after Frank Corbett session. Absolutely <laughs> brutal. How about, okay, these were flat out, and we were training with the best runners in the country. Yeah. Um, so there was, like, Hugh Lobb, 214 marathon runner, Chris Smith, GB mountain running champion, Chrissy Wellington, yeah. Iron Woman champion. Okay, like, and there was me, like, 151, 800 meter. There was another 151. There was a lot of fast guys in this squad, about 30 guys. And it was 5K flat out, okay? (laughs) Then you get, like, on the roads, and then you get a three-minute rest, and then you'd handicap it, you know, so how quick you finished. 5K again. Then you cross the road and do 3K, 3K. So 5K, 5K, 3K, 3K. Then we go and do piggybacks up a hill. So you, you go with a guy about your size, and you piggyback each other up the hill, then run down together and then swap. Do that for 10 minutes. And then you go to the track, and then you do, like, something like eight by eight hundred meters oh my God. and then you'd finish with like a um, handball game <laughs> it would be like two and a half hours of training it was unbelievable the guy he was absolute force yeah and either you made it into yeah. superstardom or you got Achilles ruptures <laughs> like me yeah very hard sessions yeah okay last question if you could pursue
0: a career yeah in any other sport apart from running uh huh, what would it
1: be? American football American football yeah, really? favourite sport the big pads. yeah yeah not rugby nah. Welsh? Oh, no Come on. American football yeah oh, my okay. whole life I don't know why running back is American football oh my god there's a guy Christian McCaffrey plays um, for the Carolina Panthers love that guy yeah American football big fan running interesting, back interesting yeah, not what I expected what but interesting yeah I love that sport yeah big fan well uh, <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure yeah it's cheers Tom well, thanks, thanks for having me, dude. I'm sorry if I uh, bored your one listener. No,
0: no. My <laughs> nan will <laughs> love this podcast. Oh, I went round yeah. to her house before. And Hi, Tommy's like, hey, hey, nan. Guess who I've got tonight? <laughs> Russell Bentley. Even my nan knows you, so. <laughs> oh,
1: wow, I've made you're it. Sorted, yeah, so you saw it, honestly. Should we get out of here before they lock the gates? <laughs> yeah,
0: I think we should. Right. <laughs> right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hope you've enjoyed Thank the you first episode of now. the podcast. <laughs> Fair Welsh. And uh, oh, yeah, gosh. tune in for more British Endurance Athlete podcast. Thanks.